0: Welcome to Secondary Voices and Topics from today's high school students. I'm your host, Major, and in studio with me today is Garrett Brady. Hello. Hello, Garrett. What are we going to talk about today? What would you like to talk about?
1: I'd love to talk about um, photography, my photography and videography, cinematography, all that good stuff. Let's
0: do it. Yeah. yeah. Let's just jump right in. Um, so uh, you are a... Cinematographer, photographer. Let's talk about. Um, let's we'll start with photography. Let's photography go there first. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do it.
1: So I've I've been doing photography for oh I you, let's see major yeah you got me into it and then as a freshman I got into it and I started with film I started with film cameras and I think I did that for I didn't even touch digital I didn't want to touch digital photography I I played around with digital cameras for video but I never really ever touched them for photography. I always used film. And I did that for about a year, year and a half. And then the more and more I started doing videography, I kind of distanced myself from photography totally. And as I distanced myself from that, I became more and more interested in video. But down the line, um, I started using my camera, uh, the your camera, your digital uh, camera for photography. photography and took a bunch of pictures and lately now I've uh, since grown, I've really, I feel like I've really improved as far as the image quality and the sharpness and the composition of my photos. I'll go, I've developed a style. Um, it's very similar. Uh, I, I don't like comparing it to Peter McKinnon cause it's almost insulting his photography cause I'm nowhere <laughs> near that level, but it's definitely, it, it, it's the same style where you, you know, he lifts his shadows and his images and you know, lowers those highlights, gets all that detail and he gets that like almost vintage sort of look to it. And I do that with all my photos. And I think that's a cropped S curve is like the actual term terminology for sure. it. But yeah, so that, I, I don't know. I, I just have so much fun with it. I've been doing senior photos for a couple of students. Um, one of one for my very good friend. And uh, I did those last Wednesday, I believe. Yeah. Last Wednesday. And then I've got another one coming up for another student. And I'm doing those this next following Wednesday. So that's what's today. Today's Wednesday. So, yeah, next Wednesday I'm doing doing her photos as well. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So photography-wise, I, I just love it. It's such a passion of mine. And I, I hope to be doing it for the rest of my life, regardless if it's, like, a main job or a not. You know, I always want to keep it there for sure. Side,
0: side hustle, side job, hobby. Ab- absolutely. <coughs> yeah,
1: I'm saving up for a camera right now. And um, I'm so close. I'm so close.
0: Hey, you know the good, the best things come to those who wait and especially those who hustle and work for it you're going to appreciate that camera so much more I'm so when you pay cash for it oh yeah it's it's going to be great i'm going to i'm
1: i was telling my mother yesterday that when i get this thing i'm never going to be home for the first like 3 or 4 <laughs> weeks i'm just constantly going to be out there taking photos and most of them are going to be bad, but there's going to be those gold nuggets, you know?
0: Absolutely. As, as with everything, I still have several paintings of my own that I've kept over the years that are horrible. Sure. And it's just reminding me, Hey, we all start somewhere.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I love, I love looking back on old photos and hating them because it shows that I've improved. It shows that I've, I can feel and see, you know, the improvement it's right there before my eyes. And that's just really, really cool to, uh, to witness yourself
0: kind yeah. of. And I can um, attest to Garrett's photography skills. Um, he's doing some really good work and he's out there hustling and making money at it. And that's what I, that's what I tell my students, um, that you can leave high school if you wanna take a gap year and not go to college, or if you don't wanna go to college at all, uh, through photography, video production, and it might be a little harder in graphic design, but um, you can go out there and if you wanna hustle, you can actually make some good money maybe even a living at doing that. Yeah, yeah. And you just have to put in the, yes, you have to put in the work. You gotta put in
1: the work. It, it ain't, it ain't, you know, it's not <clears> lazy. I was telling your class the other day. That's, you know, I did in yep. the course of two or three days, I did 30 hours, 30, 32 hours in Lightroom, just editing photos of this girl.
0: Yeah. And, and that was your second shoot. That was my second shoot. Yeah. So So walk us through, walk us through that, just that shoot alone. Um, how many shoots, how many photos, how much time editing?
1: So it, with uh, Taylor, is, is it her name? I can't say her last name. But uh, she, um, a good friend of mine, she wanted senior photos done. And she really likes the way that I do my, my photos. I, uh, you know, I was promoting it all, all over Facebook and Instagram. She was like, hey, I want you to do my photos. So we did the first shoot about a week before the second one. The first shoot we went up to towards Estes. And there's a park that got wiped out um, by the flood in 2013. And I don't know if there's a name for that flood, but we, we went down there and, uh, the park had been rebuilt. The only problem was it was overcast and it was about like, we, it was, we, we left 30 minutes before like a four inch, five inch snowfall. So the lighting was awful, but I got decent pictures. Definitely not my favorite for sure. I was a little disappointed, but I took 2000 that day or 1900 that day. And I ended up keeping about. I don't know an exact number 20. So, or something like that. And um, then we shot again a week later and we went down to, or up to horse tooth reservoir. And those are where I got the pictures that I think is some of my best work that I've gotten so far um, when it comes to composition and just like the landscapes in the background of her. And like, it's almost two images in one for a lot of those photos. So those, yeah, I did those and that shoot. I took 2,500 photos. So total that's 4,500 photos. And at the end of the day, I had edited 67. She got 67 photos. So, yeah, and that was, yeah, all together. I forget how long I took editing the first batch. I forget how long the first shoot was. I don't think it was as long as the second one just because there was so many better photos in the second one that I really wanted to take, take my time. Not that I didn't want to take my time with the first ones. And the first ones, I actually spent much more time per photo because... The lighting was so bad, I really had to work on these to make them good. Um, and they came out decent, and she's going to use some. I, th- I think she's debating on using actually one of those for her yearbook, even though they're not the better ones, but I could be wrong. There yeah. there are some good ones in there, but they're not nearly as good as the ones at Tooth because right. the lighting was so much better. So, yeah, that was, yeah, It's it, it doesn't feel like work when it's a passion. It's <laughs> it, it really isn't, to, to be honest, and I feel like you get – you know everyone hears that it ain't work if you like lo- like what you're doing
0: right yeah um yeah i was uh i've really i was telling a uh well, I was talking to Mr. Crawford earlier when he came in yeah. um i um let's see without plugging artists I don't mind plugging the artist I'm just trying to figure out how to tell the story um I walked into we have an art walk here in in Loveland Colorado the second Friday every month and um, there's these studio set up art studios uh, at art works I believe and um, and I can't remember the gal's name it bothers me but anyway um, so I walked into her studio and I fell in love with the edges of her paintings the edges the edges the sides of her paintings I this was before I even saw her work oh whoa um, because there were these like perfect wooden edges that were miter sawed and put together and oh, just looked gorgeous. That is way cool. And it was it was you know like like wood grain. Yeah. And um, I'm like I want to learn how to do that. And so I've been doing that in my garage. And um you know I've got the the, the crappy ones that don't look very good at all. And sure, sure. I've got the ones that I got a better miter saw in. <laughs>
1: so so you're taking inspiration from this artist and like applying it to your own work. Is that what you're doing? Absolutely. Or? That's that's amazing.
0: Um, that's great. Because you can you can do a good painting. Um, and it, and again, it is about presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're, it, it would be like, I'm trying to think of a way to present this. Uh, I, I don't know when I do a painting, I, I don't, I'm not one of those artists that sits back and just does, um, I just find a canvas and, and paint it sure. and then set it aside or whatever. I, I work towards masterpieces each time I try to do a painting. And one of the things that I'm finding with a lot of professional artist is that their edges, they're the sides of their canvas are almost just as important to look at, exactly. especially if you want to put it in a gallery. Sure. Um, they're, they're almost just as beautiful to look at as the painting itself. It, it, it rounds off yeah. the painting. You don't have, you know, paint sloshed over the edges or they just took the the shortcut and painted it white or black. They've actually spent time and either paid someone or done it themselves to create these beautiful side edges uh for their work so. that's
1: no yeah absolutely every single bit of an image or a painting like that that is way cool how some like artists can almost pull the foot it's hard to focus on an image or a, a photo or a, a painting or anything like that because like the edges that's that's interesting the edges
0: being just as interesting as the actual subject matter i think it i think it makes the subject matter that more appealing and it and it looks so much more professional like yeah. wow this should be in a gallery. Somewhere. It's like
1: framing a poster. You know, you just Absolutely. put a naked poster on your wall. It's not going to look that. Yeah, that you can nice, use.
0: You can use a tack. Yeah, you can. Or you can go to Target or Walmart and buy a frame. Yeah. Or you can go to Michaels and have them professionally do it. You know, so it depends yeah. on to what degree. But my thing is, I don't want to have to pay someone to go do that. Sure. I'd much rather figure out how to do it myself. Yeah. And then that's part of my cost for my work. I can exactly. work that into you know what I.
1: And on top of that, you're you're learning a new skill too. You're learning exactly. how to work with wood, and that's like that's a really cool. I I haven't worked with like wood since I was like sixth grade. I I, I didn't even work with wood here. I I had like this weird f- wood wood sculpting class back in Fruita, Grand Junction, Colorado. Okay. Yeah, we got to do that. I I think we we had something like that, and I guess we had something like that in Walt Clark uh, Miller. He he's a photographer too. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I guess he does some sports photography. Cool, it's kind of cool. Yeah, but yeah.
0: Um, yeah, that's cool. well, and I also need to do the, the baseboards in my house. So this is just giving me practice so I don't mess those up.
1: Absolutely. All right.
0: Um, so, uh, if others in the school, um, want to check out your work, your photography mm-hmm. skills, you have created a new Instagram page.
1: I have. Yeah, I have, I have. So I have two Instagram pages. I've got my, my main like personal, if you will, and that's just g.scotty.b. And that's just, that's my handle. And then if you want to look at my photography, um, just, and that's it, that's all it is. Well, I'll, I'll get to that in a second, but the photography page is just g.scotty.photography periods, you know, for the dots and all that. So that's where I, I I'm trying to be a little more active on that, uh, with these next photos, I'm really excited to put up because it's more than just one location, one person. I'm going to try and do three from every shoot my three favorite ones from every shoot or just the three best looking ones Uh, and put them on the grid. And mm-hmm. I have a, you know, my regardless of how I edit my photos, every, almost every single photo has its shadows lifted. There's never a truly black um color code in the image, if you will. So they all look, they'll look similar together and it'll look really nice on the grid. I'm really excited about it. So nice. Yeah. Cool.
0: <clears throat> um so moving on to film cinema Ooh. cinema cinema so cinema Cinnabine.
1: I got into cinema my second semester I, I remember this much more clearly than how I got into photography I I got into cinema my second semester of sophomore year right at the beginning I had taken an eating class for major and I you know, figured this is going to be great to do my homework in. I'm going to get so much done. And the first day I got in, I met, uh, I can say his last name cause he's over 18. Um, I met one of my closest friends and a brother to me, Cody Albin and Cody was working in the editing suite, which is now the podcasting room, um, on a script for a film. And he was working with a man by the name of Corey Roseman. And,
0: Cody. It's Raisman. Is it Raisman? I thought it was (laughs) Roseman. It's Raisman. You got to be kidding me. I've thought this for
1: years. Nope. Oops. Sorry. Well. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Um, (laughs) It looks like Roseman, but it's actually Raisman. That's crazy. Is there an A in there?
0: Nope. But that's how he would say to say it.
1: Oh, okay. So I'm not completely stupid, at least. I (laughs) I wasn't looking at it wrong.
0: I did that for like several
1: years. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, Yeah, because I thought... I swear I've heard you say that before. But um, I did... Uh, I can't. uh, Cody called me in. Uh, Corey had walked out and he got coffee and I was like, this dude's getting coffee in class. What is he doing? Like, is he allowed to do that? And Cody called me and he was like, Hey, Hey, you're new here. And I was like, I I am. And he said, what, um, you want to help with the film? I was like, dude, yeah, that sounds cool. And I had no idea. I had no idea what where to start i had i have no i had at this point no experience in screenwriting no experience a little experience in composition because of a photo but that was it nothing else um no idea how to do anything and i came in and helped and that's when we wrote eight which is the the star wars film that we made the script Star Wars. you remember that yeah and we we wrote that together and uh we had a kid yeah, he's over eighteen. I have to think before I say their names. You can just ju- just yeah, use just first say names. yeah, just use their first <coughs> names.
0: Um, let me pause. Yeah, pause. um, because I work with uh, teenagers, we just choose not to use last names just just for whatever you yeah, know purposes, have, legal purposes, and everything else. But um, yeah. So anyway, and I, I have stopped myself a lot. Call and unpause and go.
1: Cool. Um, so yeah, we made that movie and it was it was really fun and we had uh, a man by the name of Liam help us out and. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him in a while. I think he's going to the Navy. Yep. Um, but he helped us with it. He was our camera guy, and yeah, we made this cool little film, and it was basically just about like, oh, what if the Star Wars Eight script script leaked? And uh, you know, when it when when Star Wars Eight finally came out, I was a little disappointed. Ryan Johnson's done better, in my opinion. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan, if you are listening to this. No, he's not. But um, we then went on to make multiple more and more films, and Corey. Shortly, I don't remember if he was dropped out at that point or not. I shouldn't say that. Should I say that? I shouldn't put that in there. It doesn't matter. Doesn't Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to seem like I'm pooping on him. Um, no. Yeah. Eventually Corey ended up going his own way and that's Corey's story, Corey's story. <laughs> and me and Cody ended up becoming film partners and we started our own production company, if you will. It's just the two of us that really lead it and it's visual singularity films. And we, uh, the, the way I remember coming up with it cause we were trying to come up with a name because before it was visual therapy films and I forgot, I think there was a name before that, but I decided we should call it visual singularity because the singularity, um, in scientific terms is what's at the center of a black hole or an infinite mass. And we have no idea. We cannot comprehend what a singularity theoretically looks like. So, um, I thought it'd be really cool to have visual singularity and it's kind of an I want to say oxymoron. I don't know if that's the correct terminology, but um, the two statements contradict each other. And I really, that's thats how we came up with the name. Since then, we've come up with, we had Eight, we had Enigma, we had, um, we started working on a film that was, I, I, I got way too ambitious. I fell in love with this video and cinema. I fell in love with it so hard that I just wanted to instantly do a, a feature-length film. So I tried and- later did I find out that that's one of, that's a common mistake that amateur filmmakers go into is they try to make a feature length film way too quickly. So that fell apart, but we did get one scene shot from that movie and it was a really cool chase scene. Just some guy chasing myself. Actually, I was chasing a character in this scene and I, uh, so we, we basically just took that scene and then made it its own little film and it's just a chase scene. And, we called it Chase because you know why not, and it's just uh, it's a decently uh, choreographed for the time and for how young younger we were. Um, got a lot of got a lot of cool shots, and it was just a fun a fun deal. So we did that, and then we worked on another film, our best one so far, at least the way it looks. Um, uh, is Quiet Hysteria? That was a good one as well, um, and we shot that in a day, but it took like three months to write and choreograph um, shot list, whatever. But now we're working on a new film. Uh, it's called gumshoe. Basically it's the simplest way to put it is it's about a PI in high school. And, um, if you, if anyone listening to this wants to get a feel for what this movie that I'm making is going to be like, watch brick by Ryan Johnson. Have you seen brick by Ryan Johnson? I have not. Oh, you should watch it's his first film and it's, it's super, super good. Where can I see it? Netflix. It's okay. on Netflix. Yeah, it's a really, really cool movie, and it's about tech. it's kind of about a PI in high school, and they all use like forties terminology and all this good stuff. And like the the premise of it sounds cheesy, but so does mine, and that's why, like, I'm not I'm not necessarily taking inspiration from the film because I watched it shortly out or I watched it for the first time just a couple of weeks ago because my manager, who's also going to be a partner of mine in his production company here soon referenced me to that He was like hey you're writing a you're writing a screenwriting a film about a pi in high school right and i was like yeah He was like dude you need to watch brick i was <laughs> like what the hell is that or text ah sorry um i was like what's well, brick he was like it's ryan johnson's first film and i love ryan johnson's work like as as awful star wars episode eight wasn't awful but as disappointing <laughs> as the movie was personally <clears throat> Ryan Johnson has made some fantastic work. He sure. he looper is one of my all-time favorite movies. And like so it was really cool to find out that he had made a movie with a similar premise to mine. And it looks it, it, it almost looks amateur, but I think he did that on purpose. His budget wasn't insane either. And it is his first movie, but it's just a cool movie, so you should check it out. Anyone okay. listening should check it out. It's a, it's a good film. I like it. Okay. So yeah. That's that's what I'm working on now. High school PI PI man.
0: High school. So is the so a couple of questions about the film sure is the PI an adult like he's a narc like he's like hey we're gonna send you because you look young enough we're gonna send you back into high school or is he a high school student who's just taking on kind of the role of a of a PI sort of like what's the what's the show shoot I love the show um it's got the girl her dad's a PI and she helps him Mm, I don't know I don't know what you're talking about (laughs) it's okay it's your favorite. You should remember. It's it. my favorite. Uh, shoot. Anyway, but so uh, anyway, answer the question.
1: Um, <laughs> answer. Uh, no. It's it's about a it's about a high schooler. He's in pi. He's right. He's in high school and he is a pi. Um, and you know, as cheesy as it sounds, I, I made sure to fill a plot. And if you think about it, the way that he justifies himself being a pi at such a young age is you're not going to find nearly as many cheating, cheating lads, as I, sh- as I should say, you're not going to find as many people cheating on e- on one another than you would in high school. Cause you know, no one knows what they're doing in high school. Everyone's all over the place. We don't know what we're doing, man. Right? Everyone's hitting puberty. It's crazy. So, um, he, <laughs> he, um, this, you know, he, he sees this as an opportunity and people pay good to figure out what their significant other are up to.
0: Wow. So that's is, is that the kind of the gist of the film? Yeah, that's the gist. Okay.
1: And cool. uh, Well, I guess one, one more thing, I guess he, um, he, he, he finds, he meets a girl again, he, that he had had a past with. So I guess, you know, he reconnects with this girl who is in an abusive relationship and he tries to find out there's more to this abusive relationship than there seems on the surface. And so the entire movie is basically just him doing something that's a little different than he usually does. It's a little more of a risk. It's a little more dangerous, um and he gets involved in it and he works he works with his um in story ex-girlfriend. So, yeah, that's that's what the film's about, but that's the character description is he's a PI in high school. Yeah. Gotcha. There gotcha. you go. Nice.
0: Um and if people wanted to see some of your past films, do you have
1: So, a I really YouTube channel or a website? I really need to get on this a lot better. Most of my films, I think all of them actually might be on my Facebook page, but that's Facebook, I, I have a website and my websites in my Instagram, both of my Instagram bios, my photography and my personal. And if you could click on that website, there's a cinema tab and I haven't uploaded anything to that cinema tab yet, but I will. And that's where you'll be able to find all of my cinema is through that tab. You won't have to pay to watch it or anything. It's right there all for free. I would do Vimeo, but I kind of like the way that I'm doing things here. I won't do Vimeo until I have more of a budget. Cause I want to be able to pay for Vimeo. I don't want to do the free version of that. Sure. So yeah, that's the, that, yeah. If you want to find my cinema here within the next month or two, you can find it on my website and I don't know the URL, but it's Wix. And I know that the URL, the link to that website is in both of my Instagram profiles bio. So yeah, check it out. Um, I will post a notification on my story or an actual post when I have my cinema tab open.
0: Okay, cool. Um, so, Star Wars.
1: Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The trailer. What do you think? What do you think, man? I've been meaning to t- talk to you about this. <laughs> so, um, new trailer. New
0: trailer. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Yay. Ooh. Um. I think I have to go back in time for a little bit. Okay. Um, I was raised on the three middle stories the prequels
1: so the prequels are the the you were right you're talking middle, about the, the original four, five, yeah four five six okay yeah
0: um so that's my childhood right that's yeah. my childhood absolutely um oh, it's mine too,
1: but you you grew up when it was like released yes that's that's a big deal yes yeah
0: have yeah. the original toys the whole thing. oh that's so cool um Then the prequels came out and they were okay. they they told the story, but then they were just kind of those over people were disappointed. Yeah, and the CG
1: just wasn't good enough for the time. I mean, I don't.
0: No, it was the best for the time. But you think so? Oh yeah. Oh, industrial light and magic and all that. That's they're they're like top of the line at the time. I hear people talk
1: like talking all kinds of crap now about. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hear people talking all kinds of crap now about like how bad the CGI is, and it's like, well.
0: If you look at, if you're looking at if you're at looking at now. yeah I
1: sure I don't know so what was the main problem back then like I don't know the story or what was your main problem I think um, what Anakin's <laughs> An- Anakin's acting Anakin's acting George
0: <laughs> Lucas uh, um, is notorious for getting fantastic fantastic actors and getting horrible dialogue. Act- acting out of them yeah like those actors that he got are phenomenal look at no, what they've all gone on no to do. they're fantastic but ewan
1: mcgregor is one of my very favorite he's too
0: yeah he's doing but sleep suit. you know I, I think lucas was just oh well you know if the acting's not that good we'll just cgi it you know, I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. and <laughs> there was uh, a lot of cgi and i don't know so anyway so there's that they, they are what they are they're sort of you know they're they're canon they're part of the star wars absolutely legacy or whatever um <clears throat> the, new the new ones the new ones I um, went with a ton of friends to see The Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I did too. That was was a
0: big deal. I was very entertained, um, but walked away from it going, J.J. Abrams just... Wrote A New Hope again. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's A New Hope. And I was like, that's like, seriously... That's not like, original, man. You you've, a, you've done Lost. You've done all these other yeah. things. JJ And J.J. Abrams is a fan. I think he was scared. Eight millimeter? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean.
1: I think he was scared. I think he was he too was scared. He was scared of my
0: generation. I think, yeah. His he was, generation. Yeah,
1: he was scared to disappoint. So he just went with Played the method that worked. Yeah. And then Ryan Johnson did it. Was not scared at all, but he wasn't scared enough. <laughs> and I think he made people way too mad. So I'm hoping that J.J. J. Abrams with this final movie has find it, found a so, happy medium.
0: So here's here's my thing. I loved, um, what's the, oh wait, which, which one's the, which one's the one where they cut Snoke in half? That's The Last Jedi, the yeah. number eight, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Did you? There were parts of it I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Luke to me has always been this, in most of the movies he's always been this sniffling whining but I was going to go to Taji station and pick up some power converters. <laughs> well that's how he started sure i don't think but then like later on he's still like whining and stuff like we never get to see that's true that full on luke skywalker's a ba mm-hmm. jedi except we- at jabba's temple yeah you know yeah and and, like, and like, the fight with vader at the end and the fight with vader at the end other than that, like, you know, and then and then it, from from him to go to that, to drinking green utter milk and th- tossing his lightsaber over his shoulder and all that stuff, I'm like, come on. Anyway, yeah. long story short, I loved what, um, I love what Ryan Johnson did mm-hmm. by tossing J.J. Abrams or whoever was going to be the, the producer of Rise of Skywalker a grenade and saying, here you go. And I love that he made it open, that everybody can have the force. Um, it was not Empire Strikes Back, which was great. Yeah,
1: I was I was happy about that. I, I was happy that they incorporated an, an Empire Strikes Back esque scene with the ATATs. The, yeah. you know the snow. I, I'm glad yeah. that they incorporated that at least. But they made it they made it different enough. I feel like there was it was definitely more human in a way. There was much more connections. The sure. characters that were in the ships sure. fighting were <clears throat> were actual characters that you have had past experience with and past screen time with. So,
0: yeah. So I, I, I really, when, when he cut Snoke in half, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. And no, I, I yelled either. like in the theater, like, yeah. And <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I like it caught yeah. me. I was like, yeah, you know. And so. Just instant. Um, it was a, it was a cool
1: shot. I'll yeah. give it. Uh, that was a really cool shot. I, I love the composure. I, I was a little disappointed, honestly, because I wanted to see more about who Snoke was. But I think, I think we're going to find out. I have a bunch of theories that I could go on and on. Sure, for we, rise the Skywalker to
0: death. But the thing, the thing with that is, you know, um, Luke, I'm your father. Okay, he doesn't say Luke, but he says I'm your father. Sure. Anyway, um, but that leaving the that being the cliffhanger of that one, and then yeah. kind of running that through the story, we've sort of come to expect. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an M Night Shyamalan, like what's the twist? Yeah, of, yeah, and. And there doesn't necessarily have to be one. That's what I loved about Ryan Johnson. Like, hey, yeah, you were just a, you know, your parents were, you know, trash people and they just dropped you off on the planet because they didn't want you. Right. You know, I'm okay with that being Ray's story because the other story in that is that at the end with the kid with the the broom, he's like, he's just some peasant kid yeah. who can who can wield the, the force. Okay, I see. And so that's, that's the beauty of it. Sure. We're all like, who's raised parents, who's raised parents, who's raised right. parents.
1: He just opened it to everybody.
0: Yeah, and and so I think that's, yeah, like, anyway, like I said, that's the beauty of it that we've come to expect this, but hey, what if it is just, what if she's just a nobody in space mm-hmm. in, this, in this world, in this universe who now has the force ability? There's not this big you know it's all about the skywalker family and the emperor it would blah, blah, it would blah. explain
1: that does explain or i guess feel kind of a plot hole for why there's so many jedis in attack of the clones in the in the prequels you know there's yeah. so many jedis yeah. so that that definitely makes it a lot easier to understand how those people came to be i'm sure there's comics and all that stuff that explain every single one but yeah. honestly unless you're like a hard hard hardcore you know, Star Wars fanatic. And I am too. I just don't have the time to read all those, you know? I don't either. So it's like how, yeah, I, cause there was a lot of people that were so upset about that movie. And like, I see where you're coming from. I do wish, I do wish that like Ray's backstory isn't what made me the most upset. The thing that made me the most upset was they showed a shot of Skywalker's X-wing, right? When he was on that Island under the water. What they could have done instead of him projecting himself, if he was gonna die anyways, why didn't you have him force lift the X wing out of the water and then fly to fly to this uh, the the sand planet or whatever where they fought at the end of the last Jedi, and actually have him like have a really cool fight with Kylo Ren and Kylo Ren strikes him down instead of just a force ghost. I feel like that's just a little more exciting. And yep. it, it, it accomplishes the same ending that Ryan Johnson wanted.
0: I don't know why he didn't do that, but that's what I would have done. Or if he's this big Jedi, why not just teleport himself? Like, yeah. just, you know, and he's there. He's lost a lot of his ability. Sure. That's how, and
1: that's why he gets right. stricken down yeah. instead of just this hologram <laughs> force projection. I just, I don't know. And it makes me think like, I I don't know Ryan Johnson personally. I really hope to one day, but how much does he know Star Wars? It, like i wonder just how much he really understands what to like how how things how the force works i guess or how um
0: well i think I, he, he looks like he understands it a little bit better than the midichlorians, but you know, i agree, we, we won't I go agree. There. yeah <laughs> i don't want to go that that was
1: that was i remember re-watching those movies when i was uh, you know a little more grown and i could really pay attention to the story aspects of it right and i remember hearing that and i was like what <laughs> what, what do you mean? What do you, what is this? I thought, it, I thought it was, I thought the fun part about the force was the mystery behind it. Right. Why do you have to get all biological on it? Right. Microscopic beings. Really? Well, that's just lame. I don't want to go back to biology, man.
0: <laughs> um, but getting back to the trailer. Mm-hmm. So my hope is that JJ Abrams has not made return of the Jedi. Absolutely. And because, you know, rise of Skywalker, The return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I hope that it's something new and fresh. I agree.
1: I completely agree. And,
0: and you've got to, you've got to wrap up these last eight movies, you know. And he, and he says he will. He says everything's going to come together. You're going to understand kind of what's going on. Blah blah blah. Sure. Great. Do that, but make it new and fresh. Yes. And get and 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 in unlike the solo movie, mm-hmm. leave us wanting more.
1: Leave us. Yeah. I did see with solo at the end, like. Uh, my friend Colby, he he lo- he liked Solo a lot. He said, I don't know if he wanted to see more at the end, but no, they set it up for a sequel. It's like, no, the special thing about these movies, like Rogue One was great. Rogue that One is, was
0: probably the best Star Wars movie no, ever.
1: No, I think it's one of, I think it's, <clears throat> it is right up there with Empire for me. It is yeah. such a good movie. Yep. Um, And Solo kind of crashed and burned. Bad. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I want... I don't want another solo movie. I want another I want a like I want an Obi-Wan story or something. I want a, anything that's just new and fresh that we haven't seen yet. Right. Um we got 20 years of blank space that Obi-Wan. We have no idea what happened. And it, all we know is that like he kind of just Sat there and did nothing. But there in an animated series, I know there he had a fight with Maul. He yep. had a fight with Darth Maul. I wanna see that. <laughs> that would be so cool. But that's McGregor, already been that's already been seen. That's true. You know, but so. you know, something something along but something new and fresh. Yeah. Just,
0: just something new and fresh. It doesn't have to be Obi Wan. It could be Something you know, new and fresh that then ties into these other stories yeah no you know, it, i, I wouldn't great. i think it'd be great if that's we, that's
1: why rogue one was so good because it right. fills a tiny little plot hole yep. that is such a it's such a good story about how the death star was constructed that is so cool no off, one of,
0: off of one sentence off
1: of one sentence yep, yep. oh and then the vader scene at the end of that movie dude uh, that
0: was awesome I, uh, like that's the that's the sith that we've been waiting for just that's the vader up yeah his, like just like pointing at him and they're oh flying up God. in the ceiling and great. moving people out with the force. Who directed that again? Who was the writer for that oh, movie? Oh, you had to ask. Because I, I, I,
1: uh, I know the dude who did Solo. I, 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 I know the dude who did Solo. I can remember his face. I, just, I
0: don't remember who did Solo. I, I remember his face. I just don't remember his name. Um, The writer for, and that's uh, writers were Chris White's. Wrote the screenplay and Tony Gilroy. What else did they make? I haven't heard those John names. John Knoll and Gary Widow. Story by John Knoll and Gary Widow. I want to hear, I, I want to say I've heard John Knoll somewhere. Based on characters by George Lucas. Screenplay. I don't know who Chris White is. Yeah, I've never heard that name. You may know him. Such things. Uh, uh, he did a About Battle a Boy. Battle Boy. Um, the Golden compass uh mr and miss smith with mm. uh that's brad pitt and angelina yeah smith. yeah
1: yeah i've seen i've seen that one
0: he was a producer on several of those but anyway yeah great writing um yeah anyway i just want something new and fresh i, I like the trailer uh i didn't see a whole lot of uh return of the jedi in it
1: i didn't either the um, one the one thing it's that beautiful, i
0: beautiful so i hope it's oh, not it's so getting. Pretty. it's not getting back i hope it's not getting back to just beautiful images. I hope there's a really, yeah. really good story to be told. You know, if
1: it looks good, that's one thing. But the thing that really matters, kind of like brick, like brick doesn't look good at all. It it looks like a really crappy amateur film, but the story's rich, and that's what matters. That's what I think is really important about, like, a, a cin- I like cinema because you can tell stories with images. I, I, I wrote that in my bio somewhere on on my website. But, um, yeah, you you, you get a... Uh, all cinema... Cinema's about imagery, and... Telling a story with it. And that's yep.
0: it's just that's that's it. And it's called moving pictures moving because pictures. it's supposed to move you.
1: Motion pictures.
0: But anyway, yeah, Star Wars. I'm looking forward to it. Um I'm
1: looking forward to it. I I, I think the trail I love the trailers, they're really cool so far. But if I were in charge, I wouldn't have I don't think I would have put Palpatine in the trailers, at least until this latest one. Yeah. I wouldn't have put la- and I and even then I would have only put the laugh. Because <laughs> there's so there's so much that has already been kind of revealed. Like it looks like three PO might die. I mean, he said, "You know, what are you doing, three PO? Seeing my friends for the last time, or something yeah. like that." Like that's implying that he's going to die. I
0: don't know if he's going to die. I think they're going to upload his consciousness to that's, some big uh, thing. I think I think you know, that, that makes might, sense
1: because he was plugged into something. Yeah, didn't then, look like
0: the Falcon. And, and then there's the the scene where he has the red eyes. Yeah, in the trailer before. Yeah. And we're not even talking about Ray's double red lightsaber. What's that all about? Yeah, I think it's a. It's kind of like a Luke thing where he sees his face in Vader's helmet. It's some sort of like.
1: Mm, yeah, know, maybe it's a vision or something. Vision or something. I'd be kind of disappointed if that were the case, but I don't
0: know. I think I would love it if the Empire rose up and see. That's what I think. And just it all went dark. I think, and, and they end on a dark note. It's like that whoa.
1: would be cool. Like, just whoa, totally
0: unexpected. Like, yeah. All the rebels die.
1: Oh my god. That yeah, that's the dark side, That's new. That's they, fresh. They rule the universe yeah. as, as <laughs> husband and wife, oh, you know? <laughs> That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Um no, the, yeah, the, the only bad guys win. The bad guys win. The only yeah, the only caveat, the only pet peeve I have for these trailers is I just think they're showing too much, but I have no idea yet because I haven't seen the movie. No one has. Except for the directors themselves. So maybe there's a lot more to it, and they can just show that much because the movie's that good. I think
0: it'd be great if uh, what they – what was the movie recently? Oh, Avengers. Uh, They only showed you like the first 15 – like the stuff in the first 15 minutes.
1: They also manipulated
0: the trailer too. Right. And for – I think it'd be great if what we've seen is like the first – 20 minutes of the film. I've thought about that too. They kill off the Emperor too. And then it's a whole different story. (laughs) It's like, oh, this is going to be like Return of the Jedi. Oh, wait. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, Endgame
1: was definitely like, everyone was like, what? When we, when the, when the five years later popped up on the screen, everyone, because I went on opening day with Colby, everyone was like, oh, man, this is crazy.
0: Yeah. I always look at my watch and like, oh, man. Yeah. But yeah. So with this, I've got, I've got my tickets for Thursday night. Really? You already got your tickets? Yeah, yeah. I think,
1: I think I'm going to order mine here this weekend too, because I don't want to miss that man. But I gotta, I kind, I kind of want to go with the date, but I don't have, I don't have a date, so <laughs> I gotta find. Well, I got two tickets. You want to go with me? I, dude, I totally will. That'd no. be amazing. No, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take, <laughs>
0: I'm gonna take my wife. <laughs> take your, take your wife, Sucker. and then take
1: your wife, and then I'll buy my own ticket. We'll go together for a second viewing. I'm not kidding
0: around. Yeah, we should get a group. Uh, see who wants to go. S- seriously, yeah, that'd be awesome. Second viewing. Uh.
1: Don't do second viewings. I do second viewings if the movie is really good. I uh,
0: I've, I've uh, seen uh yeah, I've seen um Endgame a few times. Yeah, I've seen I do second viewings. I was going to I just don't like to go I'll go with friends sometimes and spend money and and and, and do like what we were just talking yeah. about, but I have a friend in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh this is funny. I was helping her and her husband uh, move one time mm-hmm. and I knew her prior to knowing him, I think I may have even actually introduced them sure to one another. And uh, so I knew this about her. And uh, I I had mentioned that she saw the Titanic like 50 something times. And her what? husband was like, you did what? That's, he was like blown away. Oh, my God. And she was like, that oh. is a lot of viewings. Well, and, you know, friends were like, hey, we're going to go see Titanic. It was on for like two or three years. Really? Um, no kidding. Oh, yeah. It was out forever. And um, wow. her friends were like, and it was her favorite movie. So her it's a good like movie. we're gonna go. She's like, no nah, I've seen it. They're like, we'll pay your, we'll pay for your ticket, and, and there, uh, she's like, okay, sure. So it, I don't want to do that. No, two that. or three times, and I'm good. Sure, yeah. But, I was, I was gonna go. I was, I, I had made a plan to watch
1: it chapter two mm-hmm. more than once, and after the first viewing, I was like, man, this, this movie kind of sucks. Like, it's <laughs> really not that good. It, it was fun. I really enjoyed the way they constructed the monsters. I feel like they really nailed the vision there. Um, like the clowns he has like multiple personas or whatever I, I like the way that he that they did those and the the creativity when it came to the the looks and the feels of all these creatures was really really cool and mm-hmm. that but i don't know man the story uh, especially the ending it just uh, i it don't give so anything away. Und- i won't it was just it was underwhelming is that's my opinion anyways yeah yeah, I don't think it's in theaters anymore, but I think it's in that like gray zone of not not in theaters, but on DVD
0: yet. Yeah, I'll give it a week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to say about photography or or video? Um, Plug your Instagram. Yeah, no, yeah. In.
1: If if you guys, if you guys, if anyone's listening, if you guys wanna wanna see wanna see my work, G dot Scotty dot Photography on Instagram. And if you want to be closer to me, my personal is G Scotty dot B at at that yep at that at that Perfect. No, no, that's it cool. yeah B instagram handle awesome that's
0: it yeah All right. well thanks for coming in today absolutely yeah I hope cool. I
1: didn't hold you hold you too long
0: nope we're good sweet we are good well this has been I forget what episode but hey this is this is a Star Wars story it is a Star Wars story thanks for listening today guys um This podcast is hosted on Anchor. We're just going to give them a shout-out. If you're looking for a place to host your podcast, check them out. And uh, we'll see you again later with more photography and video stuff and movie talk and high school talk and whatever these guys are into. Until then, be cool.